0: Welcome to Sign for the Times. The Society for the Involvement of Good Neighbors, commonly known as Sign, is a not-for-profit agency in Yorkton, Saskatchewan, Canada that provides 24 social and community programs and services that fulfill its mission, to provide leadership programs and services that assist, support, and empower children, adults, and families to achieve lifelong success. SIGN believes that this will lead to strong and caring citizens and communities. Our podcasts explore those programs and include conversations with people who have used the services of SIGN. My name is Dick Dureich. Our guest today is Miranda Jodek. Miranda is the manager of Life Skills, a program primarily for youth ages 12 to 20 years of age. It is a preventive and proactive program which focuses on assisting youth to develop life skills and assets to benefit them as they enter the adult world. It offers both individual mentorship and opportunities to participate in group activities. The program hours are flexible so that they meet the needs of the youth and their families. Miranda, every story has a backstory. What is the history of Life Skills? When and why did SIGN decide to undertake this program initially?
1: All right, Hi, Dick. Yeah, so this program is on its 10th year of operation. Um, the program started back in 2011, all stemming from a conversation between SIGN and social services. About approaching the needs within the community to enhance life skills uh, with youth so that they could build on their resiliency through networking and mentorship. The program was developed based on the 40 developmental assets from the Search Institute. These developmental assets are essential building blocks for young people um, for achievement and their ability to thrive. Search Institute has identified them as building blocks For development, uh, which helps youth grow to be healthy, caring, and responsible. There are 40 developmental assets. I'm not going to go into all of them. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But the core competencies that umbrella these 40 developmental assets include um, support, empowerment, boundaries, uh, constructive use of time, commitment to learning, positive values, and, and social competencies. So throughout the years, this program has definitely grown and expanded. Uh, originally, the program was located on Sign North Building, which is the Elton Davidge Building. I believe that's right. how correct. Right? Yeah, um, which it's now been re- relocated to the, an office on uh, Broadway at the Sign Building there. So, the program initially worked with youth 15 to 19 years of age, um, but with a growing need for a greater age range, they extended that to 13 to 18. Uh, there's always wiggle room, I know that there's mature 12 year olds and stuff that I've personally worked with, uh, and, and some other youth that are still wanting to work on um, beyond that school year's age. So the original topics of the program included things like money management, job seeking skills and hygiene. Uh, some of that has changed a bit, but uh, overall, um, most of the topics um, are still quite familiar and we still approach those two within group or mentorship.
0: There are those uh, of an older generation uh, who might say, well, we never had anything like that, and and we did all right. But the world today, especially for young people trying to find their place, I would think is a lot different than it was a generation or, or two ago even without taking COVID into into consideration.
1: You're absolutely right. A lot of circumstances have changed throughout the generations. Uh, probably a debatable conversation that I'm sure would make for an interesting podcast topic, one that I probably won't go into. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, as for who the program aims towards is that, like I said, 13 to 18 years of age, um, basically for those youth who could benefit from a safe, supportive environment to help develop the skills, to overcome certain barriers, uh, develop positive relationships with one another, uh, and to promote overall wellness.
0: What what geographic area uh, do you cover? Do you work with youth beyond the boundaries of, of the city of Yorkton? I mean, Sign has a fairly flexible type of uh, of geographic area that it covers. Various programs
1: so life skills is currently within Yorkton um the program is a one-man show uh, as myself as the develop program developer and the facilitator so I'm only able to reach um within this community of Yorkton however the silver lining of COVID is being able to operate from a distance um so initially at the beginning with COVID protocols all the programming was actually online Mm -hmm. so um the benefit of that was I was able to reach some youth in surrounding Yorkton areas, communities that were rural communities, which normally wouldn't have life skills there. So um, through some of the 24 programs of um, SIGN, I do communicate with those managers. And sometimes there's some youth that could really benefit from this program. So I was able to reach some of those rural communities surrounding Yorkton.
0: If we want to put it that way, there, there are some the odd benefit to what has happened because of, of COVID, although nobody wishes this on anybody, I'm sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned, like the greater reach to rural communities has really been that positive outcome of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are always challenges, though, of online programming, uh, the biggest thing. And I know, I mean, I grew up in a very small town, um, just outside of Swift Current. And so I know that technology and internet and cellular service isn't always fantastic in those rural communities. So, as much as online is fabulous, um, if you don't have the means to um, have that interaction online, then that's something that we need to then work with to overcome. Uh, whether that's you know lending a, a laptop or helping someone find some internet service of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I do personally love seeing youth face-to-face, um, but we definitely made do during the beginning of COVID for sure. Um, we are back to in face-to-face, but we still are able to offer that online programming too. Um, basically, any group programming that's offered, um, we can set up a computer and a youth from anywhere uh, in around York and surrounding areas mm-hmm. can, can log on and, and watch. So, and so
0: do you think online programming will continue to some degree after the whole COVID thing is over or, or is personal contact too important to, uh, to forego?
1: I think it will always be an option moving forward. Um, especially circumstances of traveling, um, and bad weather uh, in the winter times and stuff. Yeah. And if people can't make it, um, there's no point in now are uh, canceling these programs. You can just uh, switch to online. I know during, um, the beginning of COVID, we were able to actually, if we knew ahead of time, we were able to provide supplies and activities for youth and drop them off on their front step. Um, so they're still able to follow along and work on activities instead of just staring at the computer. So we were able to engage them in all sorts of online games. Um, we actually introduced a few um, guest speakers, which was really awesome, um, which is great because some of you know, they don't have to necessarily be right within Yorkton. We can we can access them uh, countrywide or worldwide yeah, um, to anywhere, have these yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: the programs uh, that Life Skills offers, um, some of them are ongoing, and some of them are um, kind of you know six to eight weeks type of thing on specific topics with specific schedules. You do have an ongoing mentorship program to help youth develop basic skills. That's on an as required basis, and is is that uh, an Will that continue?
1: Yeah, mentorship has I think been that important component that Life Skills has always offered to youth, especially with um, some youth not being comfortable being in group situations. That one on one is more of a preferred situation for them. Um, so it assists them on basic skills. Um, The one thing I really like with mentorship is it's specific to the youth's needs. Um, And so we work together on their goals and what they want to reach um, based on some of those 40 developmental assets. Uh, And so, which is really great because we're developing something that works for them uh, with mentorship and that. Is happening all the time. Um, most of the, I mean, it is after school usually, but um, we're pretty flexible, like we said, with those hours to make sure that youth can uh, engage. And if they have any barriers with transportation, we try to provide that as well.
0: You also have programs uh, pretty much throughout the year that run like six to eight weeks, type of thing, specific days, specific times. Um, uh, recently, uh, Be the Change was was one of them, ending uh, end of March or so. Are those being uh, being well attended? are they, uh, are they fulfilling your goals for the program?
1: Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. I love group. Um, we have regular group programming uh, which has an array of topics. Uh, each program probably has a, a different twist on it. Um, currently, like you had mentioned, uh, we are wrapping up be the change. Um, I can't necessarily speak for the youth, but I have had a lot of fun exploring this proactive program. Um, to provide a little more detail, some of the topics that we have touched base on was uh, growth mindset, which was concentrated on the works of uh, Stanford University Um, psychology professor Carol Dweck. Um, She educates people that the mind is malleable and plastic and that through education effort and practice we can basically we're basically limitless to what we can achieve. Um, So educating youth about that and knowing that you know they're they're not born with this innate ability and that's all they have. Um, They can always work and grow and become you know better versions of themselves so as kind of like a metaphor for that group uh topic that week we planted um a little uh, shrub and painted our planter and stuff so that we can watch our plants grow at the same time as them growing Um,
0: that's other.
1: cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so every week we usually do something with our hands, some sort of um, craft or um, group activity of some sort so that we're not just, you know, sitting and listening to to me blab along. Um, I really like that that open conversation with yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, so other Um, topics with that program was setting intentions. So, you know, those small habits make big impacts. So we, you know, worked on some of those uh, smart goals, creating habit trackers and stuff like that. Um, Move your mood. So that one actually is going to be at the very end of this program. So we're going to um, rent some space at the Gloria Hayden and move our bodies because that's super important. Um, Instead of just sitting, Uh, especially now, I think more than ever with COVID and, you know, being online or being restricted to school and not moving your your body as much, this is super important. Yeah, yeah. Other topics were face your fears. So um, what our body says before our mind reacts. So we are able to calm that body um, so that we don't hit that fight or flight. And so we, you know, did some different techniques. Um, One was watching how to tap to uh, reduce stress and some breathing and stretching techniques. So it was kind of cool to experience. Um, We did some work on self-love, exploring different self-esteem activities, uh, working really to bring out youth's personal strengths and positive traits. And uh, this week we chatted about healthy relationships and having that, that conversation about having healthy communication and boundaries. And um, I have a personal background in sleep. Um, so I also explored to the youth some healthy sleep hygiene, you know, what's the importance of sleep, why we should be reducing screen time at nighttime, um, and creating just that same schedule every night is super important. So uh, yeah. So we just have a couple weeks left. Uh, next week is Pay It Forward. So uh, we'll be talking about being that difference maker in the community and teaching youth what empathy is and how to use it. So yeah, really excited. And there's always some really great programs being offered.
0: I know last year you had a program for moms with young children. I think it was called Empowering Moms. The intent I think there was to allow them to connect with other mothers, which isn't strictly, I guess, youth-oriented. Are those types of programs uh, likely to be held again?
1: Absolutely. Um, Actually, it's something that it's in the works, uh, possibly with another program uh, to collaborate with at SIGN. Um, There is no specific details or dates at this time, but I definitely would love to work with some young moms. Um, I'm a I'm a mom of of two young ones too. So I think it would be something to be amazing to uh work with those moms and chat about some of those life skills that come along with parenting.
0: So obviously there is some flexibility in the program as to as to what you offer. Uh it's not just uh it's not just the youth.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Not just youth. Um, it has extended. I mean, we always are pretty open to having, you know, older than 18 years old if they would, yeah. you know, if they're requiring those life skills, um, always welcome, doors of welcome.
0: Now, coming up in April and May, or actually starting, I think, on the last day of March, you're having youth job readiness workshops a program that you're running in conjunction with Sask Abilities. You must feel, and you and Sask abilities must feel that there's a need for youth to prepare themselves or to be prepared to enter the working world where.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think even a really important thing is uh, just to start off with career exploration, what kind of jobs are out there? Uh, What do they need to be taking in school to, you know, potentially help them in the long run with that future career that they have? Uh, and even knowing, I, I didn't even know this until I was talking to abilities that we have as employees rights and responsibilities. So even exploring that, uh, that's super important. Um, and along with that, they're going to have some other really amazing topics such as, you know, writing resumes, um, and, how to search for a job. Uh, You you don't explore really the newspapers anymore. Now it's mostly online and looking for jobs, preparing for job interviews, which probably would have been quite handy as a a high school student to know that. Uh, And job maintenance and uh, employer expectations is another great one to explore and and what to expect from an employer and a boss. Uh, So yeah, that's going to be coming up March 31st and we will run that all the way through till May 5th. And most um, of our programs are on Wednesdays, and this one is every Wednesday at four o'clock, and runs for about an hour and a half.
0: So this is geared uh, basically for after school, uh, kind of a continuation of the school day, and all done before supper time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm wondering your experience with with the youth, uh, and particularly in the past in the past year. It's been a time for for many of us, including young people, of, of kind of isolation. You know, we, we can't just interact with people and get out there and do things the same way we did. And that's now a year. I mean, it's 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 a year since since we've been in that situation. Has there been an impact that that you've seen on on young people due to the lack of of kind of face to face social impact or? Or maybe because um, we're meeting people primarily online, uh, just as you and I are, whereas otherwise we would be sitting across from each other at a a table or a desk. Has there been an impact on on young people in particular from from this the the COVID isolation thing?
1: I mean, I can't speak specifically for them, uh, but I mean, I can just notice in my own self and know with a background of psychology and whatnot knowing that we are social beings and the importance of that social contact uh, luckily we you know have the technology today to see each other's face at least (laughs) um you know instead of all everything just like say being on over the phone so we do have somewhat of that social connection there um but we do read each other you know and our physical um you know reaction to one another when we are personal you know face-to-face and Sometimes, you know, like we can only see from, you know, the chest, our yeah. chest up, right? Oh, so yeah. we don't really know if, you know, if someone's playing with their phone or, you know, nervous or twitching, and it's hard to read that body language. Yeah. But yeah. I have found that just being back face to face with youth, I find that there's a lot of um, more participation. Uh, I think being on camera is sometimes awkward. Uh, and so some youth just choose not to, or maybe they, they don't have the means for a camera. So it's a little more challenging to speak to a black screen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I truthfully do love being uh, face-to-face, but I mean, I'm a, a lifelong learner and I'm currently, you know, doing some online classes myself. And so I know that that ability that I have to still learn online uh, from a distance, which is amazing opportunity that we wouldn't have really had unless covid Came along, yeah, um, yeah, so yeah. like I had mentioned, it's kind of that silver lining. Um, but in the end, social contact is is necessary, um, and we are making the best that we can at this time. Yeah.
0: Miranda, if if young people uh, or caregivers or parents want more information about about life skills and in particular, I think the program you have coming up uh, uh, dealing with um, with jobs and job opportunities, uh, how do they get how do they get in touch?
1: Yeah, so the best method would probably be either to call or text me. Um, my work cell phone is 306-621-2553. Or if you would prefer, uh, I can also do email. So it would be lifeskills at signyorkton.ca. And again, for a refresher, my name is Miranda Jodick. Uh, and that's the person to get a hold to. And I mean, if you don't remember that, you're you can always, you know, just phone the main uh, desk at sign.
0: Thanks very much, Miranda. This, this has been uh, informative and uh, I hope your phone rings. Uh, well, I guess cell phones don't ring off the hook anymore. I'm uh, confident that um, people will find a way to get uh, to get hold of you and uh, continue to participate in, in these programs.
1: Thanks for having me, Dick. It was awesome.
0: New Sign for the Times podcasts are published every two to three weeks. In upcoming podcasts, we will talk with those who have been assisted by Science various programs and with the program managers and staff who provide that assistance. If you have comments or suggestions, please feel free to email communications at signyorkton.ca or use the contact options on our website at www.signyorkton.ca. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at SignYorkton. Thanks for listening, and we will talk again soon.